Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Have you ever had a Turkish apricot? Because good Lord, they are tasty. They probably have more sugar than a jar of honey, and I do not care. And you shouldn't. Instead of going to the Louvre, I did a yoga class in French. To congratulate myself, I will eat all the croissants. You deserve them. There's nothing more chaotic than the silent rulebook followed by humans inside a dog park. We really need a better rulebook, people. Look alive here. <laughs> the most middle-aged thing I did today was act like a total weirdo trying to find the right glasses on my head to read a label in a store. I should just end my misery and jump into the sun. Bon voyage, Heather. Have such a good day. Hello world, welcome back to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do just this, episode 200, holy moly on a sandwich, what the hell, I just made that up, just yelling over (laughs) here, (laughs) (laughs) If, if you could imagine in your amazing imagination like confettis going off and there's like champagne bottles That's being right. popped you hear all the audio of like a, a party in the background disco balls that's yeah. it's like when you send somebody a happy birthday minds. text and there's like balloons <laughs> yes, that like exactly. show up on your iphone for people who or when iPhones. you become a patron and it's the emoji like the party emoji kind of like that something <laughs> like that yeah you know party in your pants what party what, whatever kind of party you want to have have one because Heather and I have limped along to 200 episodes somehow. We have always been in our party pants, Sarah. Totally. I'm never not wearing my party pants. <laughs> you know, just party all the time. 
Remember that Eddie Murphy song? She wants to party all the party time. Party all the time. Party. That was Eddie Murphy. That's it right. It was. Gosh. Yeah. He yeah. Had a little, he had a little music career, didn't he? He had a short music career. Yeah. He had, he had, he had some, some other song I can't remember right now. I always remember that being weird where I'm like, why is Eddie Murphy like a singer? Sometimes it's a little weird. Like um, I, I have a, had a friend here that went to see The Weeknd in Paris. They, uh-huh. they, they had a ticket. Is a, a friend who lives here. and um, It's probably and a fun show. Probably a fun show. But like ever since I've seen The Idol, I, I feel like, you know, he's, he's an actor. He's one of the main actors. And I just, I kind of lost interest in his music, which can happen. You know, it can happen. It can happen the other way around too. If you're an actor gone singer and then like you don't totally respect them for one of the things that they do. Oh yeah. I can, I can think of. It happens. Yeah. It goes both ways. Remember, um, uh, uh, she's like the wind by Patrick Swayze. Now that song I liked very much. So did I. Actor to singer works. You know, you've got Jennifer Lopez kind of singer to actor. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, at least I knew her as a singer first. You know, she's mm-hmm. fine at and both. And then you have, don't you have DJ Jazzy Jeff, a.k.a. Will Smith. Nuts? Yes, Will Heather. Smith. I mean, yes. that, yes, I appreciate Heather. him Also known as Will as Smith. A musician. <laughs> Actually, no, he's the Fresh Prince. What are we talking about? The DJ Fresh Jazzy Prince, Jeff yeah, I'm sorry, not person. Jazzy Jeff. Good grief. Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Yo, everyone out there, welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that <laughs> unpacks the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment, this time we're coming from Paris, Paris, France. One of us well, is, all right? I'm sitting <laughs> in, in a garage are. in NorCal like a boss. <laughs> like you are a boss. I the feel boss very bossy. <laughs> very bossy wearing your party, your bossy pants. Uh-huh. You, you have bossy and party pants. It's like one pair of pants that kind of like... You know, <laughs> it's like one it's leg kind of... is all party, you know, and the, the other, other is all, all you know, pro. <laughs> I'm a professional boss lady over you here. You are. In fact, Sarah, you helped me a lot. We we, we struggled. We, we were on the struggle bus before the show trying to get my stupid mic to work. And we realized I actually thought it was my mic maybe because it wasn't showing up uh, mm-hmm. as an audio option on my computer. But it was a gosh darn dongle. It my was. dongles are too old. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, funny. and the thing is, is I am I am tech support for a variety of people yes, in my life. You, um, you know, everybody who's not like the tech person goes, well, Sarah can do it. Um, mm-hmm. Heather is enough of a tech person. So like, I'm not like doing tech support for you. But no, um, I, mean, I have but you been through what you went through, the troubleshooting stuff. And some of it is just like, it's so dumb. And you go, that's not what it, it's, it's not going to be this. But yeah, sometimes it is, and so you just have to do all the dumb things, and, you know, I mean, sometimes yeah, something's but, just straight up broken, which totally sucks, but that wasn't it this time. We made it, it work. It wasn't it, and I, and I have a very, very low-key setup today. Sarah, I'm on, let's see, three cookie boxes. I've got my mic set up on three cookie boxes. Yum. It's a very sketchy little pile I have going on here, but it works. Hey, man, whatever works. That's the title of the show today. Whatever, whatever works. works. Whatever works, y'all. <laughs> so how's it going over there, Sarah? It's going in good. Cali. Is it's it going... hot? Whoa, my voice just broke. I'm in puberty, Heather. <laughs> I'm actually in something that's like the exact opposite of puberty where, you know, because of the big C, I take all sorts mm. of things to... So now you have the <laughs> basically, big Basically, you know, yeah, like cool those hormones down so we don't have, you know... Another I need little to get crop you one of those up reoccurrence. Fans, you know, like you just kind of hold on your face and your neck and just like, I think yeah, a little personal fan. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say no. Um, in fact, <laughs> I stood in front of. I had been to the gym, so I mean, I was, you know, I had a good excuse. But stood in front of the the fan yesterday, like pulled my shirt up and just like stood there for a while. <laughs> you know, like I need this. I need this. <laughs> um. So yeah, everybody, episode 200, uh, we're going to get right into it. Um, and, um, I'm actually going to, I'm going to talk about health. Um, so the gym was, uh, just one little part of this health thing that I'm doing. So I've got, um, some friends who are like into like deadlifting right now, you know, like working with a trainer. Deadlifting is like, you know, when you, you, uh, you know, you're standing, you bend over, you pick up a, you know, a bar that might have weight on it, mm-hmm. you know, that variety of weight, and you pull it up to basically your, 
you know, almost like your hips. Yeah. And then you just put it back down. Like you're not lifting it over your head. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, you get, I mean, people that are like my size who are like deadlifting 200 pounds. I mean, you have to like work at up to that point. But yeah. I've got, you know, a couple of friends who are like, where I'm like, I don't think I could do that. But I'd kind of like to try. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't know what I could, you know. What what my baseline would be probably something like fifty if I'm lucky. I don't uh-huh. know. Um, don't have a ton of upper body strength, but you know we're working on that. Anyway, I had mentioned that I joined a gym uh, recently, and um, part of that is well, just because um, I need to exercise more, and yeah. I like exercising, and um, part of that is kind of like boredom in a way. I'm uh-huh. a little, you know, what I don't, I don't want to make it seem like I'm just sitting around with nothing to do. Um, but what I, what I do is because I'm on my computer, like intensely, you know, it at, you know, in chunks of my day, uh-huh. um, it's really easy for me to like spend the rest of the chunk of the day doing that more, you know, and, but mm-hmm. being like, now I'm like not on the clock anymore and I can like do research at my leisure and, you know, read things. And, you know, of course, like we all understand what it's like to, you know, do things on the internet. But, um, I was doing, I was doing that just too much. Um, and I was also like, you know, that feeling where you're like, I've gotten to the end of the internet, but I'm just like still clicking around and I'm, my pleasure points are not being like, they're not firing anymore. I'm just like Mm -hmm. doing the same, like, checking the same things over and over, you know, checking my email. Maybe I got an email. Nah, I didn't get an email. Or <laughs> the emails that I did get, like, I still don't want to respond to, so I'm just, like, going to look at them more. Anyway, um, so gym stuff. But um, I also, <laughs> I'm kind of in this, like, th- this always happens when I, I really recommit, uh, you know, you know, in my inner monologue to myself is, like, recommit recommit to Mm -hmm. exercise because once I get going like I think you even mentioned that on a a recent show Heather you're like once you get going you're great at it it's just that you know you have these phases which is totally true I think we all you know can can relate so I want to be more in that like I'm manic exerciser lady rather than (laughs) "Eh, I just don't do it anymore you know it's like Mm -hmm. the I don't do it anymore version of myself kind of sucks you know I'm less happy I don't yeah. sleep as well. I don't feel fit. I mean, it's like... Are you sleeping better now that you've been Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, you know, we're still somewhat early days, but, like... Sure. I am sleeping better. I mean, I go to bed, like... You can tell. I'm it's tired and sore, but, like, a good, good. sore, you know? It's like that, That's like... Great. Like, I am depleted physically, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I close my eyes, and I wake up... Well, I mean, I usually do still, like, wake up and, like, have a little water or have to pee or something, but, like, mm-hmm. for the most part... Seven hours later, I'm like, wow, that was fun. I slept. I like legit slept. Anyway, um, and I'm also doing like sleep tracking with the Apple Watch, which I never really did before. I, you know, I'm mm-hmm. aware that it's there. And I used to do that all the time with my Fitbit. Uh, you know, I wore a Fitbit years ago, which is much less of a computer and really an activity tracker. But I used to love waking up in the morning and just like looking at my deep versus REM sleep. And yes, I uh, when too. I got my Apple Watch, which was, I don't know, sometime last year, like a year ago, mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason, it felt bulkier when I slept and it bothered me. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't, I just, you know, I would still wear it during the day, but I didn't wear it to sleep and I'm just going to like make myself do it. It actually doesn't bother me now that I'm used to it. Try loosening it up. Yeah, I mean, you know, it depends on the size of your wrist, obviously. But sure. uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm cool. It's like, if I just sort of say, well, you're wearing this, then I stop feeling it. It's not a big deal. So yeah. anyway, uh, so I'm doing, so I'm doing that. And, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I was thinking about, okay, well, you know, why did I get so off my game? Mm-hmm. You know, exercise wise, because about two years ago, like to the day I was in COVID shape <laughs> and that's a, like a, you know, some people are like, oh, COVID. I was just like drinking every day, you know, kind of thing. Like I was in great shape for me. You know, I was in probably like some of the best shape I've ever been because 
I was just hanging out, not going out, not eating rich food, not going to wine bars with friends. Um, I mean, life was like sort of coming back to normal, but definitely wasn't there yet. And, um, I was just, you know, I just would just like jog, play supernatural on my quest, uh, do sit-ups in the garage, you know, like play with my dog. It was, it was, that's all I was really doing. And then besides like <laughs> eating an entire thing of banana bread by myself, uh, cause I've made banana bread like three times a week. Um, I was, <laughs> you know, like, I'm like a, if I'm just cooking for myself, I'm not really a crappy eater, you know, like I'll eat like steamed broccoli for dinner. No problem. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, anyway, so I was sort of like, okay, let's, let's go back. Uh, let's look at my iCal from, you know, August 1st, 2021. Uh, we're recording this on August 1st, 2023. Um, I don't know about you, Heather, but like, I will put things in my calendar when I need to remember them. You know, for the future, mm-hmm. obviously, that's what a calendar is for. But I also will sometimes go back and be like, you know what? That was a significant day. I'm going to make a note. And so, like, in the future, if I go back in the past, I can sort of remember when something happened on a day. Oh, absolutely. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah, like, yes. oh, I, you know, twisted my ankle this day. Like, I'm going to kind of remember that I did this just mm-hmm. to, like, get a sense of, like, when I healed and felt better. Anyway, you know, I think we all do this to some extent. Anyway, so I go back. 2021 and um I knew what I was doing when I did it but I had on August 4th my cancer diagnosis in 2021 so we're talking like within just a couple days of today and I you know I (laughs) I had appointments written in my calendar because I you know, I had gone to my gyno and then I had gotten an ultrasound and then I had gotten a biopsy and then I had gotten a mammogram and then I had gotten a phone call. And that all, you know, that all happened within like a week of that first week of August. And at that point, like it was like, you know, the record stopped, you know, and all of a sudden it was like everything changed. I had no routine anymore. All I did was go to Kaiser Hospital and get tests and it was like this whirlwind and then I had surgery scheduled and I was not working out. I will tell you that much. And mm-hmm. then after surgery, like I couldn't really until like, I don't know, months later, not comfortably, you know, um, I mean, I got like half my body ripped off me and uh, and then, you know, I sort of had fits and spurts all throughout 2022, but nothing that was like. I would be proud of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was sort of a physically miserable person. Mm-hmm. Well, not, I mean, maybe that's dramatic, but you know what I mean? I was just like, yeah, it was a struggle you know, for sure. Yeah, like, why me? I hate my body, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I had to get another surgery last year, uh, last October, um, which, you know, it's like, okay, let's do that again, you know? And then here we are. It's sort of like, here we are now, it is August 2023, and besides like, you know, a little VR, you know, listen, I don't want to say like, I haven't like worked out, I have Mm -hmm. definitely done that, but nothing that I consider any sort of regular committed exercise, and I no longer, well, knock on all the wood, everybody, I no longer have an excuse not to. You know, I don't, I don't think I'm still sick. Um, I definitely take, uh, you know, this ongoing endocrine hormone therapy medication that is not super kind to me. So, mm-hmm. you know, I could, I guess I could be like, well, I feel crappy and I didn't used to feel crappy. It's like, well, you know what? There's nothing I can do about it. I either mm-hmm. feel sort of crappy and figure out a way to keep exercising through it. Or I just like give up and throw in the towel and that's not a, that's not the solution. I, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm not ready to do that yet. You know, I've still got some life left, people. Yes, you do, Lanes. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I, you sound, yeah, you sound great, actually. Um, I, um, you know, I knew you would bounce back quickly. It has been, it has been a year for sure. It has been a tough year, but, um, I, I like this kind of new leaf you're turning over. Yeah. I think you're at that point of healing where you can actually 
yeah, you, you didn't, you couldn't really exercise during that time. It was just, there was too much going on. And now you're at the, you're on the other side and you're able to build yourself back up. And I'm really, I'm really excited for you. Thanks. Yeah. I, you know, not to get like too like into the weeds about, you know, medication, but, um, you know, I've got this, well, Breast cancer is a different beast for a lot of different people. Um, So, you know, what I'm doing is not necessarily the, you know, surgical and chemo and medical regimen that the next person will have. Mm -hmm. Although some people do, you know, they they do have what I have. But um, the ongoing treatment is, you know, it's tough. It's, uh, you know, there's like risks for osteoporosis and weight gain and hot flashes and poor sleep and, you know, uh, you know, neuropathy and, you know, some of that stuff I've already experienced. I know it could be a lot worse. Some people have, you know, one or all of those things like really bad. I'm somewhere in the, let's call it 30% range, you know, of Mm -hmm. bad or I don't know, three out of 10 type thing. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of like, well, you know what? Uh, I could feel sorry for myself and keep doing that. Or I could just be like, well, here's the new normal, everybody. Watch exactly. me. Watch me sleep well and then deadlift 200 pounds later. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you please keep us posted? Or, or I don't know if you know right now I'm how actually dead weight you can you The can free do. weight area, you know, I like being a gym rat, but I'm definitely a cardio and then, you know, the Nautilus machine person, Mm -hmm. the freeway area, besides like, just like some like little squats, I don't really hang out over there because I'm just like, I don't know. I don't want to ask like a stranger for a spot. Like it like, (laughs) I don't know. I I get like weird. I don't like talking to people. You need a gym gym. partner. You need 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 a gym partner. Well, we're like a, not like, I'm, I'm not like, I don't know. I could spend my money on things besides a personal trainer, but I think my gym, you know, you can just like get like a session with somebody and like get a sense of like where you are, you know, in your fitness journey. Mm -hmm. So I might do something like that. Anyway, enough about my health, Heather. How is gay Paris? Well, um, very gay and very happy and exciting. Good. Uh, In fact, um, there's a lot of, I think we're in like a kind of a perpetual pride situation because everywhere I've been in Europe, it's like pride week or pride month or, you know, which is, I did not mean that when I said gay Paris, by the way, I know, I know you meant happy, you meant happy. (laughs) Um, but it is interesting because I feel like we've been on this perpetual pride celebration, which is great. I mean, just more partying really. Um, I've been burning the candle as you do. Um, I'm traveling with someone who is more uh, energetic than I am. So trying to keep up with her has been somewhat challenging, but um, we've been having a lot of fun. And, um, you know, speaking of exercise, I've been feeling a little guilty because, you know, Mallorca was a little more low key because we didn't I mean, I went on a couple hikes in Mallorca, actually. We we stayed on this mountain in this place called Dea. You would have loved it. It was very, like, it was kind of, kind of like um, a little bougie, but like bohemian kind of, and it was very mountainous. And <laughs> there was a beach below, and you could hike all the way down. Like, within like an hour 15, you could go all the way to the bottom to the beach and then all the way back up to the house. And it was like the perfect hike. If I lived there, I would do it like many times a week. It was just like so awesome. And then, you know, really tough uphill, but then you you come across donkeys and sheep and, you know, lots of fun like farm animals and goats and lots of mountain goats. Um, so I did get a little exercise, but that wasn't like every single day. But I, I feel like I've I've been walking a lot. I'm, I'm definitely, um, you know, doing a lot of steps. I think we were doing about 15,000 steps in Berlin. I mean, we probably did the most walking in Berlin. That was like, that was like, we, we tried not to, we didn't even actually take the train at all, the subway. We took a few Ubers if we were really far, but for the most part we walked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I'm getting okay exercise, but not like the type where that you're getting, where it's like, it's like legit cardio, where I, I feel like I'm sweating and I'm using my muscles, like walking to me, it, it's, it doesn't feel like a, a workout. So 
Um, fast forward to Paris and I'm doing a lot of walking again because I think, in my opinion, Paris is the best walking city. It's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love to amble Paris. Um, Paris I haven't been is on, also I've been on the cool subway because, uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was okay. just I was just going to say it's cool because really, as cities go, it's not that big. The you know the metro area like you can kind of mm-hmm. walk from one side to the other if you really want to. You can. I and I did. I mean, today I walked everywhere and I love it because it's just a really great way to stumble upon. It's kind of what I like to do where I'm like that restaurant looks really cute. Let me let me make a note of it and then I'm going to look it up later and see like what do they serve and what, you know, what's the vibe or whatever. Maybe we'll go there. But I I I do um I do have a few like reservations and plans like every day but for the most part i kind of like to pepper things in as i explore the area mm-hmm. um and i've i feel like i've i already like today followed up on all these i'm like oh i'm going there oh i'm going there you know let me write this down and i kind of did that today and i was i i feel like i have good instincts because i loved everywhere that i bookmarked um i had such a good day today <laughs> um and, uh, and yeah, it's appropriate because that's the name of our show, but I really did have such a good day. I kind of wandered around by myself and, um, and just, yeah, like that, that whole, like just stumbling upon things that look interesting to me where you're not like in a group where you, you kind of have to agree on where to go and, and that kind of thing. I was able to just kind of be free. And I went and did a yoga class today that was like a five minute walk. I thought, what the heck, let's stretch out those muscles that haven't really been used. The, the only thing really that I've been um, doing is eating a lot, uh, lots of <laughs> croissants and lots of- um, Why not? I don't know, just food that I normally don't eat though, you know, like kind of rich and, and that's fine. But um, I really- really do like a good sweat. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to try out a new yoga class. And, and I personally think some people might be like, oh, well, why not go to the Louvre or, or a museum? That doesn't seem like that's something you could do in California, go to a yoga class. But to me, I find it to be a very cultural experience because it's in French. You know, you have to follow along in French. They're not going to speak English for me. Um, no. and it was great. It was like in this like really cool, like modern yoga studio. And it's neat to see how it has evolved. Yoga has come over here. I mean, over so many years, I mean, way back when, when I lived here, I mean, I don't even think yoga was here at all. Um, which was in, you know, late nineties. Uh, so it's kind of neat to it see probably what was. they're doing. I think yoga has yeah, been probably, you know, like, worldwide for prolific. some time, but yeah, sure. I know what you mean. Not as popular, I guess, not as yeah. mainstream. So now, I mean, there's, there's actually a lot of yoga studios in the area, but this one in particular was just sort of like the perfect, uh, perfect class in French. I enjoyed it immensely. And then I kind of ambled around, um, over the weekend, uh, we agreed to, to do the kind of the the boat on the Seine kind of thing, which was sort of the one really touristy thing. I don't Mm -hmm. normally like to do a lot of the touristy stuff. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm going to go to the Eiffel Tower and I'm going to do those things, but I've done a lot of that since I lived here. And, uh, but I had never done the boat on the Seine. Um, and I just thought, ah, what the hell, what it's an experience, you know? And it was, it was really lovely. It was actually like a very kind of, you had like a fancy lunch and you know, you, you're on this, this boat that's like an electric, boat so it's super silent mm, and that's you're fun. really floating across the water in this like really smooth it's it's like a nice feeling you know and well, it, it and was also it was a nice it's experience. like it's like I know what you mean about the touristy stuff but it's like and I mean you're a little different because you actually have lived in Paris so you know it pretty well but it's like mm-hmm. why not do touristy things you're on vacation and yeah. how else to see a beautiful city than from in the middle of the river a hundred percent. You know, it's it like, totally what are you going to do? It. Swim and see it that yeah. way? Like, no, you got to get on a boat. It's fun. Exactly. And the thing is, it is a really unique perspective because you're seeing it from the the artery, the main artery, which is the river. And I, I've never seen that before. I've never seen like the Notre Dame from there. And you could really see all the construction they're doing on it. And oh, it yeah. was, it was very unique. And I ended up going to the Marche aux Pousses, which is the, the big famous flea market um, that is very gargantuan, but the coolest like flea market I've ever been to. Amazing. Just, I mean, you could go, you could do it for days and days and days. I mean, it's just one street after the next of just these vendors and it's just such unique stuff, you know? And 
I, you know, you, like vintage jewelry and like, you know, really cool, like, like old ashtrays and just like movie posters and just like anything you can imagine, furniture, lamps, like everything. Mm-hmm. Super fun. fun. I hadn't done it before. And then I've I went once, and saw. And it was really cool. Oh, you did? Oh, cool. Well, I get overwhelmed by things like that and I just so do walk I. away never buying anything, but I still enjoy yeah. the experience. It is fun. I was only there for a couple hours. It, it was after a couple hours on foot, like looking at all that stuff, you, I'm kind of done. It's kind of like a museum for me. I, I have a limit. Mm-hmm. Listen, so, there's yeah. nothing wrong with a good museum, but I, I definitely have been to so many museums in the world. It's like, they're great. I've never like said that was a terrible museum. Well, mm. actually there have been a couple of museums where I was like, <laughs> I didn't need to do that. Yeah. But, but you know, that whole sort of like, you need to go to the Van Gogh museum because you're in Amsterdam. It's like, mm-hmm. or I could like walk around at a flea market. That sounds fun too. Exactly. So I'm trying to balance that. Cause like, I don't want to be pounding the pavement going to every single museum, but I am going to museums. I'm trying to hit some of the ones I haven't been to. I'm going to, well, I've been to the George Pompidou, but we're going to go again. There's some like kind of architecture exhibit. That building is really means a lot to me because I lived really close to there. Um, and then we're going to do this like Louis Vuitton museum it's supposed to be cool. And this other, um, modern museum and, uh, and you know, we're, we're going to hit a few spots, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta do a little of everything in Paris, you know, you really do. You really do. I mean, boy, am I burning the candle? That's, I mean, you kind of have to, because like, what are you going to do? Like Netflix and chill while you're in, you know, a place like this. I mean, you might as well go as far as you can. Last night we had one night in, uh, which was actually really nice and I think needed for everybody. Um, but uh, but I think that's probably the only night uh, that we're going to be doing that. But I went to my old hood uh, in the fourth Ronisman and I saw, you know, my old apartment and was trying to remember the exact ad- exact address and the, the what the door looked like, you know, and it kind of mm-hmm. brought me back and how different the, the neighborhood is. I mean, different, not in like a big scale different just like all of the shops and well the, the marais is like shishi now it is it's very shishi although we did a major sweep of vintage shops there yesterday like yeah. it was like an all-day vintage vintage shopping with one of our french friends and who who like is a vintage shopper and i'm really not but like i really kind of learned to appreciate it um i got like this really cool like raincoat for like 20 euros you know i mean you really if you dig you can find some gems and there were amazing shops and i never really did that when i was in school in fact i don't even remember there being so many vintage shops i'm seeing it with new eyes which well, you is were so in college fun. you know what i mean it's like yeah totally and i like, didn't have any i mean money. how much like free time for shopping do you none <laughs> zero you know what i you know what i reminisced about when i was in the marais all I could hear was like my boots hitting the hitting the cobblestones, like running to get from school to school to pick up my, you know, the girls that I I taught English to, and just like just constantly just like running through from metro t- station to, you know, wherever I was going, and I was always in a rush because I was I was a student and I was also working, and it was a lot. I, I mean, it was just a lot. Like I wasn't out and about at the bistros, like you know, having an Aperol spritz. I mean, shit, that's like what I'm planning. That's what I'm doing now. And I will say it's really nice to be an adult and to be so much older looking back on that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and so to wrap it up, really, it's like, it's. I will say this has been such a fascinating uh, adventure, This the whole thing, the collective adventure. Every single place we've gone to is so vastly different, um, but it all has like, cultural elements you know whether it's yeah museums food shopping whatever it is um and you know from berlin to like the street style of berlin to like kind of that bohemian spanish island vibes of majorca and then to paris which is like definitely has more of that sophisticated you know you're not going to get an oat milk latte i mean you can here and there but for the most part you're gonna you're gonna be getting you're getting real French culture, which has been a really fun change, honestly. Um, yeah, it's it's great. I mean, my my journey is coming to an end soon. I'll talk about that a little bit more in a bit. Um, but if you have any comments or queries, email us at hi at have such a good day.com. Indeed. Yeah, it's been, I as you were 
sort of describing your last, you know, few days and your experience and everything. It's like mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the last time I was in Paris. Uh, I used to go to Paris a lot. Um, I had good excuses uh, to get there for work and then just kind of stay. But it was always mm-hmm. in the winter. And Paris is nice in the winter, but it can be fucking cold. It and, can be. Uh, you know, where you're just sort of like your time outside needs to be somewhat limited. And, you know, and mm-hmm. I like to walk. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I can't like I'm probably not going to walk across the city in the snow. You know, I, I'll walk like short distances <laughs> and then go inside, yeah. you know, and get another latte type thing. But um, but I think the last time I was there was 2014. And that sounds insane. But I think yeah. it was. I stayed there mm-hmm. for a week. I mean, I just I remember um, met a friend there, hung out with them for a while. Um, I my remember, friend, my French actually. was really good at the time. So, you know, I was, I was, I felt like pretty cool. Um, and then <laughs> I, you know, it was, I had gone to Iceland after that. Anyway, I just, I remember that trip and I'm pretty sure that that was the last time, which is cray cray. But, um, I, uh, you know, it's very cliche to be like Paris is the most beautiful city in the world, but I really do think it is. It really uh, is. It, and it, it totally depends on what you want out of a city. And there are mm-hmm. other cities that I find, you know, exciting in different ways mm-hmm. or m- very, very beautiful in a way that Paris is not, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. You know, it's apples and oranges, right? But there is. is something about that city that I love in a very unique way. It is yeah, just, same. it's just... I don't know. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah, I know. You know, it's uh, a je ne sais quoi is what they say. Yeah, I can't put my just, finger on it, but it's just yeah. it just is. It's lovely. Um, glad you're having fun. Hey, yeah, I want to say one last thing. I'm actually staying. Thanks, man. I I am staying in the first arrondissement, which is a little bit of a different stomping ground for me. And what I what I think is really cool is it's like it's kind of like the Japanese quarter. I mean, there hmm. it's just like we're on a street that's just like all Japanese restaurants and shops and like matcha places and like uh mochi you know there's like mochi spots that just sell mochi and i'm like where am i this is crazy i don't remember there being such a prominent japantown in paris even though i probably especially in the first i mean i stayed in the first a couple times and it's like you know you're pretty central you know the louvre's sort of right there Mm -hmm. uh so it's a it's a cool it's a cool hood but yeah I don't I don't remember I don't remember seeing that or maybe it's it's just different or new it's really cool and I really like it because I I would say the two cultures that I like love the most are like French and Japanese so it's like Mm -hmm. putting the two together for me and it's been really great like today I instead of getting a French lunch I got some of those wonderful rice um rice uh hand rolls you know that have like the the spicy tuna and they're warm and they have like seaweed i got two of those and they were so delicious <laughs> it sounds sounds like it's you went to a sushi place Heather. I know, <laughs> like, in, there in was France. rice and seaweed i mean it was just and delicious. fish so good <laughs> i just love those rice cakes i used to get them actually in in japan at the 7-elevens which are like really nice there yeah you can get these rice um they're like rice cakes and they're so tasty and it totally reminded me of that. I was just anyway, talking to somebody the other day about the 7-Elevens in Japan. They had been, I've only been to Japan once um, mm-hmm. and that was probably about 10 years ago. Um, but uh, I don't remember like going into a 7-Eleven. Oh, really? And I, maybe I did. I don't know. I I probably didn't because I was like, 7-Eleven, I could do that at home. Um, and yeah, I was having a conversation with somebody and they're like, oh no, it's like, this known thing that the Seven Elevens are like, yeah, nice, People you know, do and have like, full you know, shopping there. Yeah, you go, you you get like a really, you know, decent lunch type thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, Japan has all sorts of vending machines that are also, you know, not just a bunch of M and M's and yeah, you know, exactly. They just do things a little. It's a little cooler over there. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Japanese well, speaking of cool, Heather, cool. Um, this is so you know how. Uh, <laughs> You'll come across, I don't know, I follow lots of like magazines on Twitter. I'm not going to call mm-hmm. it X. I'm just not going to. It's, <laughs> it's Twitter for the time being. I'm just not there yet. Yeah, um, I hear you. You know, like just, you know, New York Times or um, sure. Vogue Magazine or, you know, whatever. And one of the uh, one of the magazines I follow is Pitchfork, which is a music magazine. Uh, one of many, but it's, you know, it, it's Pitchfork. It's it's one of the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, when, a, you know, an album gets, because they rate albums, you know, when an album gets like 
a really glowing review on Pitchfork, I'm like, eh, I should check it out, right? You know, sure. everything's streaming on Apple Music. Um, and I, you know, some things are up my alley and some things aren't. I am not a music head like some of my friends. In fact, I sort of, I don't know, I fall back onto like music I already know and like these days a mm-hmm. lot more than Discovery because I'm just... Well, first, I was about to say I don't have time. I do have time. I usually use that audio time listening to podcasts. I mean, I Mm -hmm. listen to... When I'm at the gym, it's like music. It used to be the only way I could work out. It's like, I need a good, you know, let's put on Daft Punk or something, and I'm going to be a machine for the next hour. And (laughs) now it's like, I need a story. You know, I need to follow a story. So music uh, discovery for me is... You know, I, I do my best. You know, I, I listen to the big stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, I think I, I could try a lot harder anyway. So perusing Twitter the other day, there's a link, you know, Pitchfork. It's like top something. And I didn't really look at, you know, the the um, whatever the little the little clip was uh, next to the, the link. And I open it up and it's like, <laughs> I'll read you because I've got it open right now. The okay. 200 most important important artists of Pitchfork's first 25 years. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm not going to read all that. (laughs) That's crazy. It's also very specific. It's like the 200 most important artists, like not 100, which would be a really long list. 200. And it's in Pitchfork's first 25 years. Pitchfork started in 1996. Uh, So this is not like Bob Dylan, one of the, obviously in the top 200, it's like, no, we're talking about 1996 to now. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's like very, you know, 1996, well, uh, you know, I was, I was an adult, but I was a young one, um, mm-hmm. very young. And, um, you know, I'm a little bit older now, but I'm like, okay, that's interesting because the genres of music have changed quite a bit since then, but it's like, okay. 25 years, 200 artists, and it's current, right? And, you know, walking back from its currency. Now, I'm not even, like, halfway through this thing, um, but I am enjoying it. And <laughs> it's funny because the if you, you know, if you just, like, Google 200 pitchfork important artists, I'm sure you'll get this right away, but the page itself is, like, kind of fun and, um, they've definitely done some, you know, style styling and they also group artists into like the icons, the essentials. That's so they've fun. got, you know, the, it's, it's categorized in a way there doesn't seem to be any way to sort of jump. So it's like, if you start it, you know, and they're not, by the way, they're not ranked. Like, it's not like mm-hmm. two, uh, you know, 176, 175. It's just like, I like that. They're in, that's normally the they're way in groups and collectively I'm it definitely makes, gonna read this, it makes Sarah. 200. Yeah. However, when you're kind of like, I don't know, let's say I've gotten down like to the 20th artist. It's like, well, to like jump back up to the top or go back, you know, like it's a little hard to navigate. It's kind of just one big scroll session. However, Mm -hmm. I'm having fun with it. Now, some of the artists are like obvious, like Taylor Swift. She's in the icon category. Right. But then you get like caribou in the essentials area. Like, I know the band but like I couldn't tell you one of their songs yeah and so I've been having all this fun or like broken social scene you know I'm mm-hmm. like I know who that is like mm-hmm. they were like a band with like a bunch of people in the band but I like can't tell you one of the songs but I know that I've heard it and so then I go to Apple Music and I like you know sometimes it's like artist best of or it's like an album mm-hmm. that Pitchfork mentions as like you know because they like give everybody a paragraph and then they like link back to where Pitchfork originally liked, you know, the album from the artist. And, you know, it's all a big, you know, let's get clicks type thing. Um, so good on you, Pitchfork, because I'm doing it. <laughs> but then I'm like going to Apple Music and opening up an album and being like, what was that song I liked on the album? Because often I can't remember the name of the song because mm-hmm. it wasn't like my favorite artist ever or my favorite band. But yeah, but a, but a group or a song, or a time in my life where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I loved this song. Um, and some of the so artists fun. I'm like, I've never even heard of this person. But then, you know, I can't know everybody. Um, and there's certain like, especially sort of, 
I don't know. Like there was an artist who was like sort of like a club DJ and Mm -hmm. I did some Googling and I'm like very beloved. I just, I wasn't into that music at the time that the artist was a big thing, you know, or like doing ravey stuff. So Uh I, how would I know about them? Mm -hmm. Anyway, having a ton of fun of it with it. Um, I still think it's, uh, a little insane uh, to expect me to read all 200 of these paragraphs, but <laughs> but I think I might do it. Um, I'm just gonna keep the tab just open and do keep, it over time and keep going back. Yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. And um, I have this is this is some weird form of discovery um, that I either never heard of the artist or I never really understood the significance of the artist or I'm reminded again. Why, when I say artists, it could be multiple people in a group, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. well, I'm reminded why I should listen to that album again next time I'm, you know, taking a drive totally. through the vineyards. I love this. In fact, this will be really fun for me to do because I, I've been listening to a lot of music on this trip because I we've been creating playlists for each city. You know, it was like kind of like the dark electro stuff for Berlin. And then we had more of the like fun, dancey, happy stuff for Mallorca. Oh, we haven't actually made a Paris. Well, you know, we have like a sort of a Paris playlist. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's been hearken, hearkening me back to some of the stuff that I really love that I'm sure are on this list and I had forgotten about them. So, so what a fun little thing. And it's funny about hearkening back, Pitchfork. I mean, I remember reading Pitchfork every, like, daily back then Mm. pitchfork was always this great new music website um always kind of digged uh always kind of always dug deep into um, yeah you know interesting things and and had like very interesting things to say about uh, new bands and whatnot so i will definitely check it out sarah in particular you know certain music critics that write for pitchfork i mean there are a lot of you know great a lot of great writers out there, you know. I'm not for sure. Oh, 100%. but but there's when I read a whether it's like enthusiastically, I loved this album. Let's just say it's an album review, um, or like I did not, and here's why. It's like when somebody can describe like the feeling of a sound, like yes, eloquent eloquently to the point where I'm like, I'm pretty good at like prose in certain respects but Mm -hmm. like I can't do that I can't I'm not like I don't have like the brain for like the the levels of music theory Mm -hmm. um and to be able to at least you know like I'm like I know what I like but I don't totally know why I like it yeah half the time and so Mm -hmm. somebody who's just gonna like nerd out to music and write (laughs) like 1500 words about you know the way that something was sampled in a song it's like i i enjoy that quite a bit it is such a skill i mean it really is it's uh it's you know some of that stuff is a little heady for me um but i do like i do like reading about music so you're gonna you have triggered to get me back into it if I sound a little tired, by the way, I like I said, I've been burning the candle. And also, I just want to note uh, really quickly here that if the audio has seemed slightly off uh, since I've been gone, uh, that's because it it was. <laughs> and we're trying to figure out the levels, and hopefully with this show, uh, the levels will be better. Uh, but I apologize if I was like sort of loud in your ear on any of the previous episodes. Um, oh, Heather, they understand. You're traveling. Yeah. I mean, you've been yeah. in a different room every time i mean i can totally. see heather right now it, it's very paris behind it's you it's very paris it's totally. very beautiful gosh it i is. love it i love it, it i'm is. jelly it's, i will say it's been it's been pretty rainy but uh right now it's sunny it's kind of like the rain that comes and goes almost like we we had these like monsoony things where it would just like rain really heavy and then the sun would come out there was mm. one kind of a drizzly day but for the most part we've had a fair amount of clear sky um Mm, and no rain it's been nice it's been it's felt very and it's warm so it's like in the 70s so you you can wear a t-shirt i mean it's not cold you don't even really need a jacket at night which is so lovely i mean i i have to say that's what i really miss i 
I well, we're, you're, we're speaking as California people here because everyone exactly. on the East Coast or Midwest is like, that's what it's like in the summer. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I actually don't love, like, I mean, in Mallorca, I mean, it was like 95 degrees and 89 degrees and like, that's too hot for me. But like the 70s is perfect. I need to find a place in the world that has 75 degree weather all year round, or at least some of the year round. But um, I, I know we need to wrap up here shortly, but I wanted to mention one one little thing, one little nagging question that um, I've been asking myself since I've been on this trip, you know, I've been trying to be, you know, in between all the excitement and the ambling and the eating, I want to, I don't know, I want to have some epiphanies about my life. I, I'm far away from my life and I want to know, yeah, like what, what is, am I doing things right? Is my life good back home? You know, what do I want to do more of because I've got this distance and I'm sort of like, I want to be a little philosophical about uh, about things as I'm gone because it sort of helps me have that like distance, I guess. And so one of the things that I was really worried about before I left, um, you know how we do, we've talked about this on the show ad nauseum, it's just like all the anxiety we have before a trip. And one of those uh, bits of anxiety that I have is I really worry about being homesick. My, my animals... Um, you know, my, the, my creature comforts, like my comfortable bed, like all the things. And even just like my little home rituals that I love so much. And it's so interesting. It's like, I really haven't been very homesick yet. And I actually hardly at all. Um, and, and I've been sort of wondering what that means. And, it, you know, it, like, is that good or bad? And I know that actually when I approach the weekend, probably as I transition back to the United States, I'm heading to New York on Saturday. So I have a few more days in Paris and then I start kind of working my way back to the West Coast on Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. Um, and I, I've just been like, gosh, does that mean that my home life isn't Saturday? No, I don't think it does. I've, I've been kind of unpacking this in my mind. And what I think it is, is that I am truly consciously um, forcing myself into the moment. I'm, I'm not even forcing myself. I'm naturally in the moment. And if I fall out of the moment, then I, I kind of try to pop myself back in so that I can really maximize this trip. I mean, this trip, it's cost me a lot. It's, you know, it's a big trip. I got to make it worth it. Right. I mean, it's, it's like one of those things that like, I'm here, I might as well really milk it for what it is. And I think I'm just consciously very aware of that. So I think it's a good thing. I don't think about home and think, oh gosh, like my skin crawls, I can't go home. It's not like that at all. I, I know that it'll be a pleasant return. I will be happy to be back in my house, in my routine. I, I, I don't wanna go back to work, um, but that's another story. But I wanted to share with you something I read and I don't remember where I read it. Um, it probably was on one of the Myriad uh, substacks uh, that I subscribe to. Next time I will have to jot down who, who brought this up. This is actually a quote that they didn't make up. They just, um, it was, it appealed to them uh, for, for, for different reasons. So it is, it's an actual like Zen Buddhist sort of thing. And it sort of originates from uh, tea ceremonies that uh, happen in Japan. And it's, it's, the word is called Ichigo Ichii. And it means one life and one, one encounter. And it speaks to the idea that no encounter or experience or situation can ever be recreated. That each moment in each convergence of time, space, light, mood, thought, and circumstance is singular and unrepeatable. As such, every moment should be met with one's full attuned senses. Some encounters plant seeds and take root over time, while others change the course of one's life into a single moment. It is the understanding that every moment is once in a lifetime, that each one will never happen again. And I did touch on this last week, and I found this quote because I was thinking about it a lot, and I love it, and I'm really embracing this ichigo, ichi e uh, thing, and I think we all should try to step away from our phones, our technology, and try to really, really immerse yourself into the moment feel the you know the sound and the and the temperature and 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 just really you know sink yourself in so i'm going to continue doing that for the next week or so and then i will be, i will be back home before i know it 
being hit like a ton of bricks, reality is going to come down on me hard. Um, but I, I'm, I head over to New York in a few days uh, and we do a little bit of an upstate Hudson Valley little tour with some friends up there and then I go home. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's sort of uh, the update, update from here across the globe, Sarah. Well, I think it sounds real fun, um, and I um, I haven't really had the luxury of a a, a, a trip like the one that you're having uh, <laughs> in quite some time. Um, you know, pre COVID, pre COVID mm-hmm. is the last time I was I was really doing stuff. Um, so you know, we're 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 due over here as well. But I mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Um, I know the feeling of like, you know the anticipation of the trip can sometimes be like stressful and then you're on the trip and you have to unwind for a couple of days, but then you do. And then you're like, where's home? Home feels so far away. Wow. The world is big. This is so exciting. Mm -hmm. You know, am I like wasting away at home? I should do this all the time. And then you get tired and then you miss home and then you appreciate home. It's a cycle. You know, it's, it's all of that stuff is that's the beauty of, you know, seeing other stuff. Uh, and exactly. and getting out of the comfort zone and getting out of the routine and you know that's I, I know some people don't have the luxury of traveling ever and you know I even have a really good friend of mine from childhood she just never wanted to travel this is a very smart person she's very well read she 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 knows she's very street smart I mean she mm-hmm. she she's not like trying to live in a bubble at all She's just sort of like, I would rather have a nice car <laughs> than like totally. go to Paris. Um, yeah. And she's just always like, these are decisions that she's always made for herself. And I used to like, it would bother me and I would push her, you know, mm-hmm. or like try to get her to think the way that I thought. Mm-hmm. And I gave that up a long time ago. And it's like, it, you know, we're all, we're all just, we're all just doing our thing. Exactly. And that's, I don't... And it's all good. It's like apples and oranges. Yeah, you know, works yeah. I mean, you. you're going to learn a lot about life if you do a lot of travel. Um, mm-hmm. That's just, you know, you can't help it. But you, there's a lot to learn anyway. So I'm I'm happy that you're having a good time, Heather. I, am, I agree. I am vicariously living through you. I, I am... Wonderful. I am jealous, but I also, I don't know. I'll just go to the gym later and pound out my frustration yeah. on the, I mean, on the Stairmaster. Yeah, I'll deadlift some shit, you know. <laughs> I'll ask like a big dude at the gym. There are some meatheads at this gym. I'll ask a big dude, "Hey, can I deadlift you? How much do you weigh?" You know, and just like see what the reaction God, in a few is. Months, you're gonna be like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like fit. Well, I don't. Like, I don't think. Deadlifting. I actually don't think that's possible. But no, I. Uh, you know, I can get. I. You know. Uh, um, yeah, kind of. What was the movie muscular. Knocked Up uh, with? Mm-hmm. Um, you know the movie uh, now. Yes. Uh, Catherine Heigl and Seth Rogen. Uh, yes. There, there's like a, you know, she works at a, like a TV station and the whole, like she's got this like creepy boss and it's always, you know, he's, he, once she has to tell them like, well, I'm pregnant, you know, so I'm going to be like pregnant on the air. And he's like, and when you have the, once you have the baby, you know, you look great and we're just going to want to <laughs> tighten we're going to want (laughs) to tighten up again. Right. We're just not lose weight. We don't, not us telling you to lose weight. We just want to tighten. And I always think of it that way. I'm like, that's just, sometimes I'm like, I'm a little juicy right now. And I would like to tighten things. I would really like to tighten, especially after Paris. I mean, let me tell you the boulangeries, all the things. Yeah. Well, Um, you deserve it. You're there. What else are you going to do? All right, y'all. Real quick. Want to thank all of our patrons for being patrons. We'd love to have more patrons. If you're listening to the show and you're not a patron, uh, you've probably heard some ads. and that is totally your choice. <laughs> We're not going to make you become a patron. Um, we always are going to offer the show for free. No big whoop. But uh, patrons do keep our lights on, uh, so to speak. And we'd love to have more of them. If you want to find out more about directly supporting the show, patreon.com slash have such a good day is where to find out more about that. Well said, Sarah Lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're wrapping up episode 200, y'all. We it's are. It's a pretty big feat. I'm feeling, I'm feeling really happy, Sarah, that it happened to land on my trip to Paris. How cool is that? It feels right. It feels right. It somehow, it feels right. It somehow feels right. This, we could not possibly have made this happen 
no. except organically. So there you go. There it's you go. kismet, y'all. Well, we're going to take our party dance. We're going to keep them on for uh, forever. Right. And, yeah, uh, we are. We just love hanging out with y'all. And uh, we're so happy to do it every week. We're so glad you're along with us for the ride. And until episode 201... Until episode 201, which is one episode before 202, and you know what that means. Oh, oh. we haven't had a palindrome in in a while, in a minute, so that'll be super fun. We will have our party pants on for that one, faux show. We will. In the meantime, I will remain Sarah. Nope, actually, I will remain Heather. Oh, Heather. (laughs) You know, we're nothing if not consistent. She's Heather. I am Sarah, Okay. Get it straight. Burnt out. Let me tell you, I'm gonna go home and like sleep and Netflix and chill for like a month. There you go. See, that sounds fun too. All right, everybody. We will see you next week. Well, we'll talk to you next week anyway. And y'all have such a good day. Ciao. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.